Hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Synchronicity podcast. Podcast. If you haven't figured out, it's a podcast by now. If it's on you, you know, it depends on the day. Sometimes I'm talking on my phone and I forget where my phone is, and I'm on it. So you know, depends. You know, I'm Nicole and I'm Megan. Thank you for joining us. Uh, round two of let's talk about all the shit that we don't want to deal with. Trigger warning again. Trigger warning. Um, this one actually isn't as bad. So no. But it's, it's a very good story because um, I think a lot of times when you're younger, you kind of get really excited about something and then you're like, you have to take yourself out of the situation. And if you don't take yourself out of the situation or listen to your gut, things can go very bad very if, quickly. If I had not asked questions and I would have just gotten caught up with my ego... It would have been very bad. It would have been very bad. And I would not be here talking to all of you beautiful people. So let's get into this. We were in college in University of Northern Colorado. It was my freshman year. We have no housekeeping. Oh, we have no housekeeping, whatever. We we talked to you guys too much to like, no, any kind of housekeeping. Ow, my hip just popped. Okay, so I had modeled in Denver. And those of you that modeled, you remember the days of like model mayhem and oh my god, um, I forgot about model mayhem. Yeah, all of that shit where there was creepy fuckers on there, of course, but there was also a lot of legitimate people on there as well. And it's back in the day, um, it was essentially kind of like MySpace or Facebook for models and photographers and agencies and all sorts of stuff. So anyway, long story short, I had a profile on there. And I got contacted by an agency, supposedly out of New York, and they were like, you know, uh, we want to sign you, you need to fly out here, blah, blah, blah. They wanted me to send pictures of myself in my underwear, red flag one. It was very aggressive. Yeah. So my sister, again, we're young, and I'm going to be very honest, this is not the, not the most brilliant time of my life, but I survived, so it doesn't matter. But I I want to be very blatantly honest, just so this doesn't happen to other women. I was 18. Um, So yeah, we took photos of me in my underwear, I think in like TJ Maxx or some shit. And Nicole was already like her Scorpio was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? But if you this is why I also don't agree with the modeling world, because I think it's fucking perverted as shit. But Anyway, uh, if you think about like Polaroids and stuff, they're usually in a swimsuit or in their underwear. So I didn't even think anything of it because you're so desensitized to that as a model. Uh, And I think the exact words were, can we get some body shots? It's how they phrased it. You know, I wish I would have saved a lot of the... I don't know. I mean, I wasn't a part of it because I was just like on the outskirts of it. Well, you became but, a part of it very quickly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I had a lot of friends that were in the modeling industry. Right, like, right, right. But it was always like body image shots. Like they, the way they like coax these women in was like, oh, I just like, it's just a bikini shot. Like it's just, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like it's just a bikini shot. I mean, now in my like mid-30s I'm like that's fucking perverted now when I was in my like early 20s I was like oh yeah bikinis like everyone is taking pictures in their bikinis you know it was definitely a different mind frame of mind for sure um so yeah I send the photos and then the guy calls and we're in the car and it's Nicole and I and our friend Brooke and he's, you know, you need to get to New York. We're going to book you a ticket, da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, 
luckily I didn't know I was smart, but I was smart back then. And I was like, well, who do you work with? And he's like, we work with some of the top models in the industry. I was like, can you name any? Couldn't name any. Red flag two. Um, red flag three. I think he said, yeah, didn't he tell you like, oh, I'll shoot you a text or I'll email you the list or something, some bullshit. Like, I don't even, I don't even think he offered that. I don't know. We're also weird. talking about like 10 years ago. So we're trying to remember back. Um, and my and Brooke at the time, Brooke was also a model. No, she didn't start modeling yet. She oh. didn't start modeling until after I left Colorado. Oh, that's right. She, she got okay, into it because right. of me. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Um. So Brooke's sitting in the back seat and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And this guy is like, "We need to get you on a plane tonight. Um, you need to come alone." Red flag three. Uh, any kind of mass modeling agency would not have a problem with you taking family or somebody else out there with you. Yeah, I think you asked, can I bring my sister? And he said no. Yeah. Uh, you know, that anyway, this I mean, it was like a 45-minute conversation. It was crazy. You know, trying to convince me. He was, uh, you know, basically trying to seduce me. And so I kept asking questions, and we went back and forth. And, uh, you know, luckily I had been in the modeling a scene, and I got off the phone with him and I called some of the other photographers that I had worked with. Like, hey, this doesn't feel right. Listen to your intuition. Something felt off. And I thank God every day that I listened to my intuition and my sister's intuition and my mom's intuition. If I would have listened to my ego, I would not be here right now. This is so important. When something doesn't feel right, when your nervous system reacts to something negatively, listen. Listen, 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 listen. It knows things that you don't know. Something didn't feel right. So I started asking questions and I started calling the contacts that I had and, um, you know, the other agents and everything. And everybody said, no, this is not how you conduct business. I still was not 100% sold. Um, and I wish I remembered the name of the website and stuff. I don't at this point. But they had a website. They had everything. Yeah. And this is where it gets fucking crazy. So they were like, well, we can't book you a plane ticket. So we're going to send you on a train. And I was like, what the fuck? A train? He's like, yeah, you're going to get on the train. And he's like freaking out, sending me all these text messages, all of this. Because as I started to question more and more and was like, no, I can't come tomorrow. I've got class, da, 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 da. And he's like, you either want to be a famous model or you don't. Again, they're playing on your ego. And if somebody really wants you to model for them, they are not going to freak out if you won't fly out the next day. They're going to understand and they're going to be gracious. When people are trying to manipulate you and force you to do something and they start using your own will against you, question everything. Run so, away. So... He bought the train ticket, and I'll never forget uh, one of the photographers that I had worked with, the makeup artist. This makeup artist actually saved me, and her name's Lindsay, and I think she's still a makeup artist in Denver. She's a huge makeup artist um, in Denver. And she said, girl, don't do it. No professional agency that works with big models would ever send you on a train or not allow your sister to come with you. And Nicole put her foot down. She's like, you're not fucking going anywhere without me. And my mom was like, this doesn't feel right. And so, um, we actually Brooke, got in a really big fight about we did. this because Megan was like bound and determined. And I was like, the well, fuck kind you're of. not going. I mean, I, I just, you know, I wanted to, to model. I wanted a way out. Um, and when you're broken in college and somebody's offering you a lot of money, it can be quite seductive. Uh, but if something's too good to be true, it always is. Yeah, always. <laughs> 
So anyway, we we Brooks boyfriend at the time was a hacker. And he was like Ashburgers. I forgot like, about this. Yeah. He was like super wizard. He was super wizard. Computer wizard. And this is like, mind you, like in 2000, like early 2000s, like mid no. 2000. It was like 2010. 10. Yeah. But I mean, <sighs> that was still early on. Like there wasn't Facebook and Instagram still hadn't like taken over the world. Right. Like it was very much still like the world of like websites and Craigslist. And like it was not this modern day technology that we have right so charlie hacks this fucking website yeah so hacks the fucking website and behind it there are girls in their underwear and they're for sale guys i one of the, the the most traumatizing things of my life is to see yourself in your underwear on a website for sale for sale you know, we called the police, we called everybody, um, you know, the, the mistake that I made was I text the guy and was like, we hacked your website, we did it because I was young and stupid. Um, and all of a sudden, the website disappeared, everything shifted. Uh, we talked to the cops a couple times. And but of course, these people are really hard to catch. Uh-huh. Um, but yo, I was like, what the fuck? Real life shit. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, I was almost just sex trafficked. Like, wah! Uh, but a lot of people... Okay, so fast forward, right? A couple years, I'm in LA. And I'm a yoga teacher. I don't really model much anymore, but my entire network is models. And the thing is, sex trafficking doesn't just look like that. It also looks like club promoters getting girls drunk and high that are under the age of 18 or maybe even under the age of 21. I mean, you don't have to be any specific age to be trafficked and getting them high and coked up. And then they go to after parties and they convince them to do disgusting shit to rich men. And this is a normal thing in our society. And this happens to young models and young women all the time. And we glorify it. It's like, oh, yeah, being a model, da, 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 da. And these girls go to L.A. and their parents think it's so amazing because it's so prestigious and they idolize this kind of shit. And I'm like, dude, your daughter's doing blow off some random dude's dick because she doesn't have boundaries and isn't mature enough to deal with this shit. I, I wasn't even mature enough to deal with that shit. Um, you know, luckily, I had a really good friend at the time that kept me pretty grounded. But, you know, like seeing this kind of stuff. And it happens all the time. It happens all the time. So there's the seedy shit that's behind the scenes, but that stuff is out in the open. I mean, that they know what club promoters are doing in LA, New York, all of them. And they know that the models are, most of them are not of age, the club owners and stuff, just because they have fake IDs. But guess who gets the big whales? And if you don't know what a whale is, it's a very rich man. Into those clubs is these beautiful models. So they exploit women to make money guys this is no different than sex trafficking a lot of these girls end up having sex with a lot of people that they don't want to they go home with like alcohol and drug problems with all sorts of shame and hurt and suffering and pain because of what they were made to do on drugs because they didn't have the ability to say no and 
you know, we're sitting here and so many people are calling themselves feminists and talking about all of this shit, but yet nobody talks about this. And a lot of people in Hollywood that call themselves feminists were involved with like Harvey Weinstein and all this other shit. And, you know, they're in toxic relationships with men that abuse them. That's not being feminist. No. Like feminists aren't fearful and they aren't like true femininity is the rising up of both the masculine and the feminine. Toxic feminists are the people that are going to sit there and pull the masculine down. Because guess what? If I would have not had a divine masculine man next to me when I was in LA, I would not have had such a insane ability to walk through that almost completely unscathed. Yes, I did drugs. Yes, I drank. But I never had anything happen to me because I had the protection of the masculine around me during that time. And this is the power of the masculine and the feminine. The feminine helps the masculine rise, but the masculine protects the feminine. And those of you that think that I can do it on my own, I don't need a man to fucking protect me, da-da-da-da-da, you have no idea what energy is and you need to fucking take a, like, take a seat. Check yourself because they can't do it without us and we can't do it without them. Yin and yang is the way that the energy of this universe works and if you think that you can do it alone, you've got some toxic shit going on. And I believe that there is more ma toxic masculinity in a woman than I've ever seen in a man. Um, in fact, the masculine has fallen so far because of our inability to love them and hold them to a higher standard because we're part of this toxicity that's like women can do everything. Yeah, women can do everything. But when you try to do everything, then you see what we currently have in the world today yep it's well the girl boss this like girl boss vibe is toxic as fuck well when they get me we're girl we're, I'm a, I'm, i mean i'm a girl boss i'm but a fucking boss bitch but guess what i, I make also space need a for the masculine. masculine man in my life because i am pure chaos yeah but guess what <laughs> you cannot do things without the masculine it's like it grounds your energy a good example of that was like it grounded the grid the other night so that we could help that man you know with the issues that he was having on the bridge and it's just so important guys we we've got to wake up and again these are hard truths um and I feel very passionate about them obviously but that's because I've seen the seedy nasty dark shit of this world and I I don't want other women men whatever to have to walk through this no way it's so enough dark. Enough, 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 enough. Club promoters are basically glorified pimps and they're fucking disgusting. And, you know, it's the underbelly of Hollywood that feeds this narcissistic, psychopathic. Hollywood is disgusting and it's full of just victimhood and nasty shit. And I mean, there's always so much drama and just like... Ugh. It's like it's just it's so toxic it's such a toxic thing and they have so much power well and if you want to be a model there's agencies uh yeah well i don't encourage anybody to be a model i think it's a disgusting agency or a well, disgusting you were a part of that lady up in denver she was not very uh, clean and classy donna baldwin yeah, yeah but I mean, the, the, hers... the thing is is like there's this argument right that um well, not everything's accepted as a model. Just saying. Well, I mean, but it, but it's it's objectifying people. 
It's objectification. You're basically turning people into material to sell your shit and everything else. I think it's super satanic, but that's just me. Um, I don't know. I Yeah, I mean, the, the modeling industry is so much different than what Meg was in it. Like, It's gross. It was like you had to be 5'10". There was, or five seven. There was no ands, ifs, or buts. Like five seven or taller. You had to be this much. You had to weigh this much. You had to have this x, x y and z. You know measurements. Right. And now, there's like all of this movement, of promoting obesity, right? Being healthy. And then I'm like, well, wait a second. What about like the average? Right. Why can't women just be healthy? Why it's can't extremist. we just be healthy? Because you don't see that anymore. But. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, satanic probably is a very good framing of it. And, like, we were actually having this conversation. Last night we ran into one of um, one of our friends, and uh, she's actually – well, she's she's my friend. She's Megan's mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was talking about how she's completely um, – she stopped following any, like, models or anything on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I was, like – I was thinking about it, and I was, like – I don't really follow a lot of I don't, we don't I follow don't. a lot of models but yeah. I and her saying that I was like wow that's actually a very healthy boundary because you know if you struggle with like body dysmorphia or you've overcome a eating disorder and not that that's her story but like just in general it's like wow that was such like I don't know it was like a profound thing for her to say and I was like oh wow that's like really really smart like unfollow that like that is such a because you're constantly in comparison of yourself. Right. Well, that, so it's but just that's like, it's one of the negative sides of social media. Yeah. No, it's very it's fascinating. It's a game of comparison. And you're, it's hard to be, a, like what she said was, it's hard to be authentic when you're taking in so much yeah. of what other people are doing because it causes you to kind of question yourself. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it gets in the way of your own downloads and your own information and your own who you are. Right, because those are downloading into your subconscious of like what beauty is, what's this, what's that, and it uh, becomes social media is quite toxic. It really is quite really toxic. Is. Uh, There's a lot of great information on there. Like me being a man, Jen, I'm always like more downloads and my five planets in Gemini. I'm like more information, but it's yeah, it's toxic, toxic as fuck when it comes to like modeling and all that mm-hmm. shit too. So mm-hmm. well, it's also all the filters and all of the like photoshop like a lot of people don't really look like what they look like in real life because everything can be changed so social media cat catfishes everybody yeah it's not catfished (laughs) it's not real no it's It's not not real and we spend more time on it most of us than the real world and uh it's actually something I need to spend more time posting and doing things but it's so triggering for me because I have trauma around it but you know, hopefully someday I'll be able to show up and transmute that just because I think people say things online that they would never say in person. And I've witnessed that firsthand of just like the ugliness of, you know, hiding behind that computer screen. It's like so coward. It's such a cowardly thing. But yeah, but it's like no different than the trafficking. Like that guy just hid behind his website. Right. You know, it's it's you have to ask questions. And the more questions you ask, the more usually answers you either get them and it becomes legit or the entire story starts to dissolve quite quickly. Yeah, no, there's, there, that was a really, I think I was pretty much like a deer in headlights after that happened. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, this is not an isolated event. It's just crazy. Uh, 
you know, and this is one of the reasons that prostitution is illegal in the United States is the fact that if you make it legal, pimps and things like of this nature become more prominent. And actually, well, the movie Taken. Powerful. Think about the movie Taken. Oh, that's I, that's a dude, documentary. That's not fake. Dude, that dad though, he was a boss. He was a boss. He fucked some people up. But the thing is, is like this has been in our society. It's just nobody's talking about it. And uh, you know, again, your stories, your power and. You know, it's not fun to share. Like, I was a young, stupid, egotistical teenager that wanted, you know, my my Leo Jupiter was like, oh, my God, be a model. My Aries was also really happy about that. But it's, um, it, I'm grateful for the experience, but it's also fucking crazy, guys. Like, the shit, the seedy shit that goes on in this world that we are not aware of because people are too ashamed to talk about it. And this is a... a well, I'm about to put this all over the internet, but it's something I don't talk about on normal days because it's it, it's it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant, uh, and it's scary. And but again, when you have information, you're able to make more educated decisions. And hopefully, this stops my story and our story helps at least save one life or for somebody to ask questions. Just ask questions. Anything. I'm open to any of it. Uh, but yeah, and, and I just really don't care anymore. I'm like, people can know who I am. Guess what? Like, I've been through some shit. And I'm actually grateful for it. Absolutely. And I hope that everybody can step into their story as we step into ours. Because that's what we're here to do. Yep. So, uh, but I think that's enough for today. Um, we love you all. You can find us at our company page is synchronicity 222 our fuck off page essentially is synchronicity underscore sisters and um our website is synchronicity 222.com and uh anything else nope that's it so we will see you tomorrow bye bye